welcome to Bird Call Review. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Michael. And we're going to talk about a bird. Birds. Talk about a bird. We're going to talk about a bird. Birds. Here it is. What's the name of this one? None of your... (laughs) (laughs) This is the tufted titmouse. (laughs) It sounds titty. Yeah, it's a little titty. Um, Tufted titmouse. Tufted titmouse? Yeah. Tufted titmouse. It's a cute little bird. It has like a little mohawk and um, sounds stressed out, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's like you're a bird. What do you have to... Or like right on the edge, you know? Yeah. Like it's it's, it's close. Just like, maybe it's, uh, what time is bird tax season? <laughs> is it that time for, for birds to doing their little their little tools and fax machines and their you know? Mm-hmm. He did it himself this year and he's just not Ooh, he's not sure choice. that he did everything right. TurboTax, little bird TurboTax told him No, no, like, no. You're good to you go. gotta hire a guy. You TurboTax? I do TurboTax, but I have felt guilty about it you should feel somebody guilty. told me um that was about me how much they lobby yeah so <laughs> that it's so complicated that you have to use TurboTax. yeah and and that seems terrible so no you got you got to hire a guy i'm gonna look into or, uh, or a lady i'm gonna verify yeah, you what you somebody. said is true about TurboTax. yeah and Google if it. it is true aren't they kind of a cool company though as a company i don't know i think they are i'd pay no attention to quickbook or into it as a company Man, I think they're based in uh, somewhere close to here, San Bernardino. They have an office here in San Diego. Yeah. Rancho Bernardo, maybe? Maybe quit making the tax law so hard, TurboTax. I don't know. See, I'm accusing them, and I don't even know. Just because some a-hole told me. You. That was me. I was that a-hole. I was your a-hole. Yep. Uh, three. Two. Cool. So, uh, in bird news today, uh, this week, Prince died. Oh, yeah. And as far as I know, he was the only artist to take an ornithological approach to songwriting. Because uh, he kind of looked like a little bird? No, when, when doves cry. He's a little guy, and he's kind of pointy. When doves cry. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's the only song ever written about birds. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Um. I never really realized he was a good guitar player. I mean, I know that he had like a wild kind of looking like curly cue guitar. Yeah. But I didn't really understand that he was a good, like respected guitarist. And then I, you know, of course, after someone dies, then like you learn about everything. They yeah. Are, like, oh, yeah. Have you ever seen him play? Like if you Google Prince lead guitar or something like that, have you ever watched any of those? Uh I've watched one video now where he's playing with, I don't know, some old rockers. Yeah. And he looks pretty out of place because he's, you know, he's out in front. He's like he's, a bunch of white dudes, right? Yeah. And then Prince. Yeah. And then I've Prince. One. Yeah. Is he playing a, like a telly? Like a, yeah. a sunburst yes. telly? Yeah. yeah, which is really weird. Yeah. And, and and he was really good. And I was like, oh, I guess he was really good at guitar. I didn't know yeah. this. That's a great video. Yeah. He has such a command over the guitar, too. Like, he's, you know, moving knobs and flipping yeah. things. Yeah. And it's beautiful. He's confident. Yeah. 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 I, I definitely had one of those senses this week, though, with him that, like, so somebody famous dies. So last year it was Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. And the internet just goes nuts. They just kind of pick people. It was Bowie earlier this year, too. Yeah. Now, but he he kind of spanned, gen- I mean, I guess Prince did, too. But, I don't know, for some reason, for some reason that felt like, oh, I don't know, which one of these people are more significant? Who knows? Right, right. <laughs> but it, I've just been 
like just surprised at how wild the internet goes and like how nostalgic and so sad everyone gets. And it's like, yo, I've never heard you ever play a Prince song. <laughs> like they're never like, you know who we should use right. for the, you know, like it seems like all the people talking about it, I've literally never heard them be like, Oh, whoa, incredible actor. Robin Williams is just an incredible actor. You'd be like, really? Robin Williams. Okay, cool. And then he dies and it's like, Oh yeah, of course, of course. Do you feel like it's people's way of just, I don't know, like showing their appreciation for the fact that they were alive and that they actually had an impact on their life in any way at some point in it? Yeah. Right? Like, like it's kind of more like, oh, you know what? Robin Williams. I, You know, growing up, I watched a bunch of Robin Williams movies. Yeah, he was the genie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just, I don't know. I feel weird about it because I feel like, I don't know, I just feel, I just feel weird about it. <laughs> Have you seen a friend of mine just sent me this? Have you seen this thing where I think it's called like people in the same clothes as their surroundings? No, that sounds great. It's amazing. Just Google it when you get a chance because it's like it's just pictures of people who happened to be wearing something that totally matched like a room or a carpet or like a couch or whatever. And they just blend in and it's hysterical. Wow. Okay. So they kind of look like they're like a floating head sort of or. Yeah, kind of like, yeah, there's a couple of them where it's like people have these like, you know, stockings on and they just happen to be the same as like the hallway of this, you know, restaurant they went to. And you can like barely make out the fact that there are like feet there. Yeah. Um, So it's did you that's one of my favorite little there's so many little jokes in um, Garden State or little awkward. Yes. And that's one of my favorite little moments is that like he goes to the what is his mother's funeral and, yeah. and and he doesn't really he doesn't he's been kind of estranged from his mother and 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 he has this crazy aunt that's like that's like she re- decorated the bathroom and there was leftover material I made you a shirt did you a shirt and in the next it just cuts to him standing in the bathroom with the exact same material I like it when um when like there's a few it's people that. there's a few people that have been like um, talk show guests that have come on dressed exactly the same Prince did this yeah there's a clip of Prince walking onto uh one of the shows and he's dressed exact with the same exact tie. Like he's dressed exactly like the, <laughs> the host. host. Yeah. But he's, I, I was like, I didn't know Prince was capable of that kind of joke, you know? Like, I heard, okay. I swear it could have been doctored, but yeah. I saw something on Twitter where Prince said something about how terrible Comcast was and Comcast really? cares was like, Hey, we're really sorry that you're having this problem. You know, let us know if there's anything that we can do to help. And he's like, bring me a latte. Yeah. <laughs> Did they? No, I'm, no. Come on, Comcast doesn't care. No, they truly, truly don't care. It's so ironic that they their Twitter account is Comcast cares. Like it's a joke in itself. Yeah, it's so bad, man. Anyway, how did it end up like that? Telecom, telecom, and airlines. Am, am I right? right? Am I right, everybody? <laughs> what the Helvetica? <laughs> What's your favorite airline to fly? Uh, mine too. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow air. <laughs> no, really, it's an Icelandic airline. <laughs> really? Yeah. Interesting. Why, why is it good? I mean, not that it has to be good in that space. You ready for story time? Yeah. Story time. So I, I go to Iceland, and I travel around Iceland, and I'm continuing on to, because you come that far, you might as well go to Europe. So I am going from Reykjavik. You know the... <laughs> the city in Iceland, JK, it's the only city in Iceland. <laughs> um, so like, so 
there was a strike. Uh, so I'm flying from I'm I'm flying from Reykjavik to Paris. Yeah, and there was a strike uh, on the airport. Um, man, how nice is that for the unions, right? Like, oh yeah, like okay, so our country has one. Our country has one like limited population, one international airport, and if we go on strike, basically like we can demand anything, you know? So how great for them. <laughs> not for not for people that need to fly places. Um so so we get we get on the plane, um, it boards like really, really late, like hours late. We all get on and we're sitting on we're sitting on the tarmac and uh and they're like, I'm so, they're like, we, 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 so the Icelandic people are very polite. They're kind of like, I don't know, the Danish or something. Like they're yeah, they're very yeah. polite, and they're always very talking like this, like very very kind of quietly and very kind of up at the end of the sentences. And everything is sort of like you know the vocal fry thing that people yeah. talk about. Yeah, it's kind of like the normal tone of the volume. That's my Icelandic. Okay, okay. They're very understated. Great they're very understated people. Okay. <laughs> Actually, sub sub story. <laughs> So I'm in, <laughs> I'm in like this, this tour bus Wait. thing. It's like a short bus. It's like a passenger bus. It's like, I don't know, 20 people or whatever. The, the bus and, you took to school. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. yeah, we're driving, we're driving and uh, I'm on this tour of the South and this is guy driving and he goes, he goes, if you look on our left, you will see this is the world's uh, steepest glacier. And, uh, and someone's like, 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 wow. They're like, it looks like, it looks like the wall from Game of Thrones. Like, you, you, oh, you know, yeah. Game, so it looks, it's like this huge ice wall that's like. He goes, yes, yes, they have filmed this here. And we're like, everyone's like, what? And they're like, yes, yes, you will see when we pull up to this glacier, you will see, um, it's kind of German now, <laughs> you will see uh, a big uh, cleared area, and this is where they have staged all of the gear and the actors and the and everything for filming the Game of Thrones. Like this is this is it. We're like, whoa! Like that's awesome. You should have led with that. <laughs> Lead with you know? that. Yeah. <laughs> like the, I mean, everyone's like, oh, cool, Tallis Glacier, and then it was like Game of Thrones. <laughs> like you know, we're, we're a bunch of like tourists. You fundamentally misunderstand <laughs> yeah. Americans. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was a mix of people, but they they even have like you know Game of Thrones in Australia and sure. I mean, everyone's into it. So like we're like okay, <laughs> so so he's telling us about just how how intense this, this glacier is to climb. And he, he himself, we had told us uh, that uh, he was a, a uh, expedition guide and he only does like the, the tour. He's like this older guy with like a big white beard. You could tell, I mean, you know, he's like kind of weathered yeah, skin yeah. and, you know, I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I believe this from this guy. And, uh, and someone's like, how, how long does it uh, take for people to, have people ever climbed it? And he goes, oh, he goes, oh yes, yes. People have climbed this glacier. And we're like, okay, um, how, how long does it take? He goes, it took, us uh about four and a half days to get to the top and we're like us like the icelandic people or he goes no no i was on this expedition we're like wait 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 hold wait, back, 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 back. <laughs> like you have traversed this glacier on you have traversed this glacier on the team that has the record for climbing over this glacier face and he goes yes like yeah yeah he goes it's quite good Everything is quite good over there. It's quite good. And they tell you, like, you can do things that clearly you can't do. So, like, they go, yes, you can climb on this. You can climb in this glacier. You can do this. And you're like, no, I can't do this. Like, <laughs> you should go do this. It's quite good. It's quite I mean, good. like, boredom is the inspiration yeah. of some great yeah. feats. Sometimes I set world records for climbing the glaciers. Yeah, no problem. You can do it. No, I can't, dude. <laughs> Um, I can't pronounce the name of the glacier, <laughs> like let alone like 
Think about climbing. Okay, so Iceland. Back, okay, to, so the, back, back to the airport. Back so to the airport. Back to the okay, original so, yep, story. Snap back. Okay. Um, so now I'm sitting in this plane. Like, we're very sorry for the delay. And they're so nice. And I'm on this. So we're flying to Paris. So I'm like, like most of the plane is full of French people. Not just French people. Parisians, you know? Oh. And so like, you know, like our New Yorkers, you know? Right. They are just, you know... Okay, they were like, oh, I can't believe you know we had to, you know, wait on the wait wait for two hours. This plane, everything, they're so disgruntled, and um, and so we we take off and we're flying and we get up to the so like right after they tell us we're at elevation, like you can take your seatbelts on. They go, I'm sorry, um, you have to put your seatbelts back on because we have to return to the airport. And they're like, what? Like everyone's like, what? You know, like we have a we and the flight is so short because it's like not that you know right so. Like going up to San Francisco. Yeah. So like, so they're like, yeah, there's a mechanical problem um, that we have to figure out. And we're like, oh my gosh, like there's that strike. Like we're never going to get off the ground again. So we go and we we land and everyone's like, what is the problem? They're like, they haven't told us, but there's a mechanical difficulty and we're, we're not sure that we can make it the whole way. And I was like, okay, good. Okay, fine. So they put us all up at a hotel. And this is, you know, I, I, the airport in Iceland is like, I mean, it feels like it's an air, airport on the moon, you know? And yeah. so they, they load us up in buses and they bring us to this tiny little town, you know, that's like basically there to like serve the airport and like there's a, and like there's a little bay and stuff. And there's the hotel. We all get in, like they get our rooms. And so we get it. And then like an hour into it, they go, they have to, <laughs> they have to this is at like three in the morning now. Okay. Like they have told us that our airplane has been fixed and we are going to go back to the airport in one hour. And so we're like, okay. And the hotel, they're so accommodating. Like, like they make this whole breakfast for us. Basically, they just get all these people up and they start cooking food. And it's it's amazing. It was amazing. Like, yeah. like wow, airlines, like, totally good. Like, for, I mean, all things considered. Besides right. your crappy planes that, like, you know, can't quite get up to altitude because of mechanical problems. Okay, so we get we get on the plane and it's clear that this is the same plane. Like, the magazines are where I left them. Like if the granola wrapper in the seat next to me is right there, you know, like, <laughs> and, uh, and this new crew comes on and they go, you know, we're very sorry about this, about all these difficulties. Um, this is a new plane and this will, uh, bring us all the way to Paris and, and someone, and then you just hear people, all, <laughs> all the people start to get mad, you know? <laughs> and then, and some, this uh, lady sitting next to me and like two, like a couple seats down and she goes, um, she goes, she goes, it's the same plane. It's the same plane. Like freaking everyone out. And everyone else starts freaking out. And the and, and she goes, and she goes, no, no, it's the same plane. Like yelling out to the front. And these you know, the, the steward, the the uh the yeah, the, they're they're up there and they're like, they're like, uh, um, they're like, well, no, they have told us that this is a different plane. And then at soon when she reiterates it, everybody goes wild. Yeah. There's an old man with a cane like and a flat cap in the front and he stands up he lifts his he lit like viva revolution and he like lifts up his cane he goes you cannot deceive us <laughs> and like the plane is rioting you know i mean some people want off you know like i'm not flying this plane you know <laughs> you cannot deceive us and so so we take off people finally settle down we take off and like and we make it there, but man, everybody is just so pissed off. And so don't don't fly with a bunch of French people from <laughs> from Iceland to Paris. I want you cannot deceive us as like just a sound bite that I can just play throughout my life. Just keep it on my phone. <laughs> An app just dedicated to you cannot deceive us. You cannot deceive us. So I want to bring it way back. 
Um, when we recorded our first episode, uh, you had just sold me your camera, the uh, oh, yeah. X100T. Yeah, good right? camera. Great camera. I love that camera. Love it. Thank you. Uh, you sold it to me for a great price, $700. How could I refuse? And uh, and and I had it in cash because I kind of have like a little bit of play money for, you know, kind of gear and things. And it's kind of always alternating. I'm selling stuff, buying stuff. And I was like, hey, I have this 700 bucks in cash. Like, um, do you want it in cash or I can stop by the bank and get it into a money but order? But you already so you had it, right? You yeah, brought the cash with you. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, I was like, but I'm on my way to the bank. I'm going to get it in a money order, like, you know, so you can deposit it in your thing. Like, you know. However you want it. And you're like, cash is fine. Yeah. Right? So um, in my brain, I guess I just didn't really register two things. One, I didn't understand that it was like, I was thinking seven crisp $100 bills. Uh-huh. Like, oh, it's a stack of seven bills? Like, yeah. I can I can, I can, can handle that. Yeah, it's legal tender. Yeah. I mean, I guess legally you can't refuse cash, right? I don't, I don't think so. I don't can think, you? I don't, I don't know. think so can either. Can you destroy cash? Can you destroy no, money? that is also illegal. What about those pennies. penny things? Pennies you can. Why that one thing? Because they're worthless. But, well, yeah, we know that. Well, they're not worthless. <laughs> they are <laughs> worthless, but they're not worthless. Right. Can you destroy pennies? You can't. Well, you, you can. can. You can. Yeah. You can destroy pennies. Pennies yeah. are the only... You can throw away a penny. You can, like, destroy I, it in those little crank pennies things. sometimes. Yeah. If I have penny and like in my pocket, a couple pennies in my pocket, and like some lint or whatever, I'm cleaning out my pants. I don't like. Oh, I better put those in the jar. Like they're not even worth thinking about. You no. can just throw them away. It's legal. Okay. You are allowed to throw them away. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But not nickels. Uh, not nickels. Okay. No. So you have what's seven hundred by five? I mean, no. Okay. <laughs> seven by five. Thirty-five. <laughs> Thirty. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thirty-five one-dollar bills or twenty-dollar yeah. bills? Yeah. Right. Man, how, man, we're dummies. How did you spend those? Did that um, change your your spending habits? Thing? I what here? I felt so. I kind of thought people. So people are people that are like, I carry cash because it helps me budget. You know, I <laughs> That's mean, bullshit. Well, like maybe for them because they're like, this is the only thing I I have, and you know, but it did had the opposite effect for me. It was like this non money, like real money is on a card, you know, and I have to take <laughs> my card out and do my thing, and I, I'm registering in my brain that I spent money. This these twenties were just like sitting in a cigar box in my in my like in my room and then with my keys and my wallet. So I'd be like, oh grab my keys, my wallet, my sunglasses, and grab a few twenties. You know? <laughs> it was like fake money and it totally changed how I spent money on things. You know, because I I'd be like, Oh yeah, I just reloaded on twenties. Like, cool. I got eighty dollars to blow or whatever, you know? <laughs> like it it, it just I have to say though, it took a long time for me to spend it. I mean, I feel it's, like I just got through. Yeah, but I definitely looking at, at my statement at the end of the month. Like I, I go through. I don't not seven hundred dollars a month, but like I go, you know, I, I spend money like a normal person. Yeah, I did not spend money like a normal person when I had those twenties because I was I was spending so money all of your on the card, money. and then this was like. This is like grab a sweaty handful of cash and walk out the door. It was just like not it was it was it didn't feel like real real money and it, it really messed with my brain. And it was totally impossible to tell like like how much I had left or, you know. So now that you've made it through, you have made it through, yeah? I have made it through. Okay. Finally. Has has it kind of have you had to influx some more money into your budget or did it just kind of you're like, "Oh, okay, no, I think I, I was just really stupid with money for like 5 months." I mean, it was like 5 or 6 months, I think. Wow. I mean, w- when did I do that? I mean, it was like 6 months ago or so. I think yeah, I only ran out about, right. about maybe like a month and a half ago. Okay. So, what? So you're spending half, it like half 5 months. 
Yeah. So you're spending at a rate of like, you know, 125 bucks a month. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I still reach for my card sometimes weirdly because I wanted the, I wanted the points. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know? So yeah. yeah. There's very weird scenarios where cash just made things simpler. Like, uh, like going out to eat with people, it would probably, you know, a lot of times, a lot of times a meal plus, you know, tip is right around 20 bucks. Yeah. You know? So, so you just throw a 20 it. in, whatever. Oh, I know I'm so over. So nice good. for splitting the bill. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm a couple bills over. I'm a couple dollars over. Like, that's cool. Here you go. Right. Like, it's the $2 tax for, like, not having to do math with your friends yeah. and be awkward. Worth it. Yeah. Dude, okay. Let's talk about that for a little bit. <laughs> okay. Are your friends pretty good about splitting a bill? Uh, It depends on which group of friends. Okay. So you have multiple groups. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. Some of them are amazing. Okay. We card pile... And that's it. We just tell them, hey, split it down. Like, we all got more or less the same type of thing. So where it really gets messed up is if you have a couple. The couple totally throws it. Oh, because you can't just split it. You have to, and this one's two. Yep. And so then it totally breaks down. Rather than just being like, here's three cards. And and then they always go, split it three ways. And you go, yep. And we feel like Mm. super superior. Like, like But usually couples have like two cards, right? Like, couldn't they both just throw a card in? They could if they were dope, but they're not dope. They're never dope. Oh, man. They're not used to doing that. Like, yeah. That's, you know, actually, I, that's, that's a really good point. I think that I'm going to try to adopt that now. Like, you know, Nelly and I both have cards. If we ever do like a split, just split it. Usually though, I don't know. Usually we're like at food with couples. So it's still, the split is easy again. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That whole system though is really busted. <laughs> like this is the overall system. Yeah. Or? That it takes so much effort. You know, yeah. um, I, I went uh, last weekend, I went on a uh, motorcycle ride. Oh, I got to tell you about this thing. Um, the motor, this motorcycle ride. And there was like, I don't know, probably 15 people at the, at the end yeah, of it that yeah. uh, all had, didn't had lunch together. And like, you just see as soon as we walked in, the server was like, Oh no, you know? And so <laughs> she walks out, it's kind of this like biker, biker bar place, yeah. you know? And she's like, okay, for a large party like this, like um, basically you only do service uh, sandwiches and burgers. And um, I'm just getting, just come up to the end at the end and tell me what you got, you know? And it was like, okay, well, yeah, that, that's cool. Um, but it was just it reminded me of like what it was to be a server and watch a watch a huge party come oh, in because yeah. you're like, this is gonna be terrible. <laughs> and okay. the thing about the large party too is that everybody collectively might be cool tippers, but you're not having to please everybody. You're having to please right. the one person, and you don't really know who it's gonna be. Yep. Yet. They're yep. the person that makes the decision about whether you walk away with money at the end, end of the yep. night or not. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So in the bad tipping scenario. So we talked about the good one. Everyone throws throws a card card pile. You said I like that word card yeah, pile. Yeah, split down whatever. Yeah, like good, good to go. What is a bad scenario? Uh, really? Like, how do your friends do it wrong? Um, it seems like the person who's most worried about paying the mm-hmm. exact amount uh, is always under. They're never like over. Oh, yeah, they're oh, always gosh. under. You yeah. know, so. It seems to be like the most chill ones, the most kickback people are actually the people that end up paying like a little bit more. Like you're like if you're with precise people and they're really trying to, you got a nice tea. So they're doing the math in their head and whatever the math they're doing in their head, I'm like, add a couple dollars, add a couple dollars, add yeah. a couple dollars, you know, but they never do. You got to like round up to the nearest five and yeah. have at least a $2 buffer. Yeah. Yes. I agree with that. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, and they're good people too. That's the thing. It's not yeah. necessarily it doesn't necessarily map to a cheap a cheapness no, like personality trait, you know. 
it's just like that's what they are. They pay want to pay the exact amount. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe it's like they just want they're just precise people or something. Yeah. No, I figure when you're in like a when you're in a party like that, it's like you're paying like you're paying the having fun tax. Yeah. Right. Like it's gonna cost you an extra five bucks just because yeah. you're there with a lot of people. Things get confusing. Right. Like that's just how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. More money, more problems, Jen. More money, more problems. Actually, not accurate. More money, a little less problems usually. <laughs> Like you have Maybe. some problems and you get a little more money and now you don't have less problems. I think what that statement is actually about is like more money doesn't make you smarter. Uh, isn't it just if you have over a certain amount, if you make over a certain amount, you actually your stress levels go up and you actually are less like statistically less happy. Right. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's a number like once you go over. Um, and it's different in different states or whatever, but like yeah. there's a number and it's like happiness levels actually start to decrease once you make too much. Right, right. So you need to pay people as much as they as you can <laughs> to like to like erase some of their basic problems yeah. and then not many more because then their desires are going to change. They're going to want a new, tr- new you know, truck or they're going to want a new motorcycle or whatever. And like now all of a sudden, you know, they're stressed out, like Trying beyond their means out. people. Yeah. Yeah. So – no yeah. money, no problem. Mo problems. <laughs> no money, mo problems. Yeah, there's a, there's a continuum there. Yeah. So you're a man of taste. Do you feel like you're able to kind of operate up to the capacity of your taste? Does that make sense? Like, are you able to execute at the level of your taste, or are you consistently like working toward getting to that taste level? I need more money. I don't have much money, so I'm developing my taste in scotch. Yeah. Like, no, you're not. No, you're not. I just think it's such an easy, that. easy out that people take is that idea of like, oh, well, you know, if I had more money, I could execute at a higher level. And like, yeah. it's almost never true. I bought this really sweet, you know, Stradivarius violin. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. I mean, I can't really play it, but, you know, if I could, it would just be, sound so gorgeous. <laughs> it sounds so gorgeous. So do you think that it's, it's fine to just be like, hey, I wanted the thing. I had the money. I bought it. Or like that you should always be, you should always limit yourself by your taste. Oh. Hmm. I mean, sorry, not by your taste, but your capacity. Well, sometimes the thing can help you develop better taste, right? Sure. Yeah. But then also sometimes it's like, like if you drive a Porsche, it's distinctly different than like a Mustang. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. And you start to, you start to then again, like develop your taste a little bit further like your capacity hasn't improved right Mm, like you just mm. know that like oh yeah this feels way better than a mustang yeah yeah but you don't know what it is yeah yeah Yeah. so like i don't know i feel like that's kind of weird too because like your taste is getting better but then like you don't like in a purely theoretical like way right not a practical way anyway yeah man jan i dropped a glass tea mug so I have a, a mug that's made out of glass, uh-huh. and I have tile on my kitchen floor. You drop a lot of these. I drop a lot of stuff. I reach my leg out to break the fall, but I just end up kicking it, and it goes back up almost to the ceiling <laughs> and lands on the tile uh-huh. and bounces. Boom! Like, tank and bounces way up high again, and I'm like what are the chances trying to like get to it again, but I've kicked it to the other side of the like, like living room. The whole downstairs is tile. And then it bounces again. It bounces a few times and then just settles on the ground. I pick it up and I'm like, there's no cracks. There's no chips. There's no 
Like, what is this made out of? I thought you were going to say it shattered in your hand when you picked it up. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, poof, dust. <laughs> it needed that one extra little... No, but I was so stunned. I wanted to figure out, like, okay, where did I get this glass and where can I get more of them? Okay, tell me. What was I don't it? know. I don't know. I've had them for years. I have no idea where I, where I got these mugs. Such a tease. Uh, sorry. <laughs> But somewhere out there, like like Cornell Glass, what is that? What's that uh, company that makes like the bulletproof glass and the it's the corny, yeah, Corningware, Corning, Corningware, not Cornell. Cornell's the Lab of Ornithology. Yeah, Lab, Lab of Ornithology. Yeah, Corningware, Corningware. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Cornellingware. They built they built this some sort of bulletproof glass and they started making mugs out of it because that was incredible. Wow. Yeah. I wrote that down to tell you. <laughs> Thank you. I dropped I it. And as it. soon as I was walking over picking it up, I was like, I got to tell Chan the shit. This is, <laughs> that was wild. <laughs> I'm really glad you did. Yeah. So we have some new tea makers at the office and they really bother me. <laughs> the, like, the, the Tivana one? Is it that, is that what it is? I don't know what the names are. They just, they have springs. They have different compartments that you break apart. They have, and like, it just seems like we're so dying to add tech to things. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's how we sell things now. Yeah. But like, do any of them have like a Twitter feed built in? (laughs) Fridges do now. Yeah. Yeah. Washing machines. What what, what do you tweet about when you wash something? No, you don't tweet. You just read. Oh, oh, I see. But you have a phone. Everyone has a phone. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you have anything in your life that you're like, why do I, why has tech been added to this? Vigetti. Vigetti. Yeah. Vigetti. <laughs> I thought I thought that's what the name. Oh, it's a Vigetti. Oh, wait a minute. Vigetti like vegetable. Vigetti. <laughs> this whole time when you were saying it, I thought it was Vanjetti. No, that would definitely be a different product. Like it's oh. Oh, like spaghetti. Yes. Holy shit. It's like vegetable spaghetti. Yes. Vegetti. Yes. <laughs> now do you think it's a good name? Oh, I mean, I thought it was such a bad name, but it's definitely... Wow. Okay. Vegetti. Vegetable spaghetti, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I am not kidding right now. I, that never occurred to me once. Neither of those words occurred to me once. <laughs> Apparently Alton Brown hates it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Why does he hate it so much? Because it's unnecessary tech. Unnecessary tech, yeah. It, yeah. Well, because it's a unitasker. And also he hates calling it by its name, yeah. which I do too. Yeah. Hand dryers. Hand dryers. There's been like, a lot of tech going into hand dryers, like in bathrooms. Apparently those are disgusting because of the heat. Doesn't the heat kill stuff? No, it's like just hot enough to make bacteria grow. Yeah, I bet you if you cracked one of those things open, it'd be, there'd be a rat filthy. in it. Yeah, I have yeah. rats. Oh, dude, I had a rat in my car the other day. What? Yeah. It was, it was really car? disgusting. Yeah, I only know because... Like, I, Wait, it, like up in the engine or like in the cabin? No, like it got in the car somehow. Was it dead? I think so, yeah. Did it smell? Oh, no, it was not dead. No, there was a rat at one point in my car. Oh, so you found like the droppings or something? Yeah. Okay, I thought you mean you like looked over and it's like, what's up, dog? No. I'm going to cook at an Italian restaurant. They're going to make a Pixar movie out of me. <laughs> what a great movie. Oh, it's a great Rat movie. It is a Wait great a minute. Movie. Ratatouille? <laughs> okay, check it out, Chan. You ready to watch this tit mouse? Yep, tit mouse.
man, chill out, dude. You're a three. Take a take a chill pill. Yeah. Tuft. Two. Tufted titmouse. The two tufted titmouse. Yep. Pretty bad. Chan, I'll see you next week. See you next week, buddy. Thank you.